Expecto Podtronecast! Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. Fuck trolls! On today's episode, our topic is... Parcel tongue. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Well, now on with the show. So... Welcome back to Mischief Managed Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hello. We appreciate you. Hello, hello. What's all this then? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So, anywho, it's the end of May when you're listening to this, or beginning of June, not really sure. So, that's pretty exciting for you guys. I'm sure it's nice weather. Is it warm out yet? Better be. Is it warm where you are in the future? (laughs) I hope it's warm. It isn't yet. Where we are in the past. No. But here's hoping. Speaking of hoping, these guys are hoping to receive uh, some Harry Potter merch from the United States of America. Mm-hmm. We're getting some lounge pants with Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw on them for nice. myself and Laura, respectively. Cool. I get respect with my pants. <laughs> oh, it's Hufflepuff for me, Ravenclaw for you. Respect. Oh. <laughs> I just I just heard respect. And yeah, she's giving down. you respect. Yeah. I'm really and excited about that. <laughs> Respectfully, Ravenclaw. <laughs> What's your favorite pieces of merch that you guys own right now? Harry Potter merch throughout the years, other than the books or movies. Mm. My cat named Luna. <laughs> <laughs> um, not really sure. I I have a few shirts that are Harry Potter esque. I have a Time Turner. Which is dope. Um, I'd say the time turner probably. It's fun to play with. And, um, you know, it's it's great. I got it at a fan expo. Just sort of like Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> but not really. But sort of. Convention of nerds. A convention yeah. of nerds. Yeah. Of fans, Lovely if you will. nerds. But, um, yeah, it was great. And I really, really enjoy it. How about you? I have a, it's actually a toy, which is funny. Like, I have some Harry Potter jewelry and Harry Potter clothes, but my dad, when I was still a little girl, he got me a, like, a toy snitch. It's with gold uh, with silver wings. Aww. And he gave it to me. He was like, um, always reach for the impossible. Aww. Yeah. And so I'm like, it's, it's very, it's an obvious toy. Like, <laughs> he doesn't toy think you that... could ever catch the snitch. <laughs> Thanks, <It's>, dad. <laughs> it's an obvious toy, but yeah. I love it. So it sits on my dresser and I see it every day. It's great. That's super cute. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I have any except for, um, I have that, uh, the house brawl t-shirt from Threadless. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's like the four banners and it's just the animals fighting each other. Yeah, that's good. I um, like that so shirt. It's really awesome. I forget who the artist was, but it's a very, very excellent shirt. Mm-hmm. I also bought one for Craig. <laughs> yeah, which I do like. Twinsers. I, oh, I you do like it. I wear it a lot. <laughs> Shut up. I think I made a... It was originally going to be for a kitten hat, oh, yeah. but the I made a little sculpt of the sorting hat. You and did? It, yeah. It's, it's, not, really it's unfinished, cute. but... It's actually like really spot on though. Like That's a, awesome. We just gotta paint it or something. It. You really should, yeah. 
But yeah, that's um, probably... Just side note, Craig is a foster parent to kittens for Toronto Cat Rescue. And um, to sort of add more adorable to the internet, I started a blog called Foster Kittens and Hats. Yeah, um, we so. should definitely have... Because so, they're so Harry Potter. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of Harry Potter ones. But yeah, uh, we we tried to make a, the sorting hat for Ginny. <laughs> <laughs> my my cat, Luna Lovegood's sister. Aww. Um, but yeah, the she she was not into it, so I never posted the photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're really great. You've got excellent foster kittens in hat pictures. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited for for these guys to see them. Yay. These guys, you oh, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. I made a uh, Ron Weasley's um, keeper helmet. Yes, oh, it's so good. that one was so good. Yeah, God, I need to do that more. Yeah. Give more kittens. Greg. I am. I'm on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Kitten moms haven't had many yet because it's been so cold. Yeah, yeah. Time to get Twitter pated. Like in Bambi, Kitter pated. Yeah, like in like in Bambi. Yeah, Yeah. he's an orphan. (laughs) Like a lot of the cats are. Yeah. So is Harry Potter just? Anyways, adopt, don't shop. Hashtag. All right. I think that's a great place to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> leave the whole outro. episode. <laughs> Cue outro music. That's our podcast for the day. JK, you guys. Merch and kittens. There's going to be more. So. Even though we just kind of had a meet your podcasters uh, question, we're going to do another one. So you learn a little bit more about your wonderful podcasters here. Of course, that's what you want. Yes, of course. <laughs> the guys, real reason you listen to us. This is what the people want. He called us wonderful. Only because that also includes myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's yeah. a lot of narcissism. <laughs> yeah, for a Hufflepuff. Um, the question the today. Craig Slytherin moment. <laughs> the question today is, what's your favorite book? Yeah. Pretty, pretty simple. Pretty I love simple. It. And mm-hmm. I don't think everyone knows that yet. Yeah. I don't think we've really, really talked about it. So anyone have their favorite book ready? I could go. Go ahead. I knows it. I knows it. Uh, favorite book is book five, The Order of the Phoenix. I know it's it's a controversial one. I feel like it's one of the ones that you either love or hate. Hate. Kate <laughs> hates it. Um, I know that Harry has, he's got a lot of angst in that book, but I also think that it's the first time he's really dealing with like loss and trauma after Cedric's death and like his emotions are all fucked up. Not even, like, counting the fact that he's a 15-year-old boy. Like, he's already got a whole bunch of issues, you know? And the whole ministry being against him and most of the wizarding world, you know, calling him a liar and, and deranged and dangerous. And it's it's so exciting. It's such an exciting book because he has so much to overcome, I think. And I know at times he can be, like, pissy and he snaps at uh, Ron and Hermione, but... I think he gets over that kind of quickly. Also, it's got the DA. Mm-hmm. It's got the DA and it's got the best villain who is Umbridge. And I just, I really enjoy it. It's a pleasure to read it. It's the longest, I think, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. goes by so quick, you guys. It's got the Quibbler article. I get gone. <laughs> I love it. The Room of Requirement is so fucking cool. Ah, fifth book. Slam dunk. Nothing yeah, but net. It is a good one. Anyway, that's mine. I don't like the fifth book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which one do which one you, you like, like, Kate? Well, do you want to say why you don't like it? I, I'm cool with that. Um, I'm confident. <laughs> enough. 
No, it's fine. It's it like I've I've said this before to my friends and I'll now say it publicly. There's not a book that I hate. There's not a book that I'm like, ugh, I could never read that again, or like I wanna stop this halfway through. So yeah, of course. The fifth book is still a book by JK Rowling, who I think is a goddess. <laughs> and and with that being said, also my so my favorite book is book three. I love it. I love one. book three so much. And sometimes when I say that, I've had the reaction from someone of being like, oh, then it's all downhill for the rest of the time. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, it's not. Like, the story still builds and it's there's still these incredible moments. But book three for me was just like so much fun from start to end. We get Sirius Black. So good. We get crazy magical creatures. We get time travel. Mm-hmm. <gasps> like, I just, and it was so much fun. And like Ginny's breaking out of her shell and relationships are starting to form and they're starting to get hormones tossed in there. And it's just like. Hermione punches Draco. Yeah. Or slaps him, actually. Yeah. Slaps, yeah. Like, the characters are just really growing and I, I have a, a weak spot of feelings. And so it's it's before shit starts to get really serious and really bad, you right. know? And so it's that, that last moment of like, there's no major deaths and it's, yeah because i had a hard time Still a with little the bit innocent yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it is definitely darker than the first yes, two absolutely but um yeah there's still a little bit of a little bit of innocence there because yeah. everything works out all right in the finish everything <laughs> comes up buppy all is yeah. well everything comes the up with the wings <laughs> with the wings exactly but yeah. um but yeah book three all the way the spine's busted i've read it so many times and it's just great yeah Cool. Yep. There's a wonderful ramp up to the entire series. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. by the time you hit five and six, you're kind of like yeah. steady until the end. Although with the war, it's seven even, is a, even it's worse, tough. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, like, it's four, a, five, it's and a great six are ramp. pretty pretty similar as far as like intensity, I think. Yes. But yeah. then I think seven is just a whole other thing. Bam. But it was always supposed to be, I think. Yeah. Which is great. Had to end with a bang. So many series book series fuck it like yeah, right at the end up. they like shit the bed and the, the last book is horrible yeah and you're like what is the point of you yeah. <laughs> they try to wrap it up but they then they just it ends up being strange but yeah rolling treated us right yes as she always do you guys Definitely. craigle um i'm gonna go with book six mm, such a good one yeah love book six shit's starting to go down uh you got mm. a lot more Ginny, which mm-hmm. i'm never opposed to Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, just setting up four seven to just swoop in and like tie up all those loose ends, and you, you're just very confused through a lot of six, and I mm. like that. Yeah, you get you get the Voldemort backstory too, which mm-hmm. is super interesting. Yeah, that's a great one. I love six. Mm-hmm. Slughorn has a mustache, so Craig's happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, six is great. Laura, Laura, Louie, Louie. Hmm. Well, I definitely, I read them all in succession, so I feel like um, definitely my first thought was to go to seven, just because I was probably the most exhilarated while reading that one, mm. but um, I thought about it a little bit more, and I th- I think I actually like book four the best, which is book so weird, because I hate the movie. Mm. Oh, yeah, but the book is amazing. The book, yeah, yeah it's like... Well, it, you wouldn't hate the movie so much if you didn't love the book to begin that's with. Yeah, so. yeah, maybe maybe, maybe that's totally part right. of it. Yeah, because like totally right. they're they're angsty in book four, obviously, because they're all like coming into the whole puberty area of mm-hmm. life. But yeah, I don't know. It was just like so melodramatic in the movie, but like cheesy, mm-hmm. and not in like the 
the fun way that I usually like my sci-fi movies to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not like Doctor Who cheese. It was just like, like painful to watch cheesy. Yeah. Um, but in the book, it was just excellent. And it introduces you to the fact that Hogwarts isn't the only magical school. Like there's mm-hmm. this yeah. whole other world of magic yeah. out there. That's the world yeah. out. Yeah. That and it huge. makes you think like, what else is out there? Yeah. What about and the Canadian school? Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Where Jake, is it? Where? It's totally southern Ontario. It has oh, to be. Yes. No. No. It has yeah. to be. <laughs> Fuck Michigan. It's not there. It's not there. Sorry, it's Michigan. Not there. I'm you're sorry. Right. We you got know, you're one. Go- you, yeah. You're going through enough stuff, Michigan. Anyways, book four. <laughs> yeah. Into it. Totally. Um, it's got the Rita Skeeter bit. Yeah. She's wonderful. She's like fun to hate before you realize how much funner it is to hate Umbridge. Yeah. And it's got like the first major death for Harry to yeah. endure mm-hmm. as a child. Who can remember the death? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, his parents are always going to be the big one, but you know. But yeah, like, this is like he's experienced. He didn't like, care about Quirrell. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't count. <laughs> this is like this is like his bud. You yeah. know, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a really awesome turning point in the series. So, uh, so good, good, great get, choice. Yeah, you get the the half giant story with Hagrid, dragon, huge dragon. Mm-hmm. We Hagrid get gets a girlfriend. Dragon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets a girlfriend. (laughs) Sirius is in it a lot. Yeah. Um, You find out about Death Eaters. You find out so much more about the past Wizarding War. Yeah. It's like a real big iron. Voldemort gets legit. Voldemort gets legit. Legit. That whole scene at the end of that book. Spooky. Scary. (laughs) (laughs) Baby's becoming Voldemort. (laughs) Bones becoming stew. (laughs) (laughs) Just had to keep that one going. I'm the jingler. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, that's great. There's just like, Um, there's no wrong answers. No. Honorable mention to the first one, I think, because none of the others would be possible if the first one wasn't so So solid and It's like trying to pick your favorite child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless, of course, that's really easy for you. I've been told it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) The parents tell me it's hard. That's what you're supposed to say, though. (laughs) To the children. I was the favorite. Yeah, she hooked all of us on book one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. she she certainly did. And the symmetry that she creates between book one and book seven is just like, I'm utterly astounded. Every time I read mm-hmm. it, I'm like, this is just like in the first book. And it's so wonderfully crafted. Like, she is a fucking master. Like, yeah. we love you. That's even, though I, <laughs> even though I don't like book five. Sorry. <laughs> but Shut it's up, just Kate. like your least favorite of your <laughs> favorite seven. things. It is. You yeah. still love your child. You just don't love it as much as the yeah. rest. <laughs> Book five is the awkward stage. You're like, I love you because you belong to me, but you're really annoying at this stage. You're going to life. boarding school. <laughs> yeah. Just for a year. Just give mom a year. <laughs> give mom a year. Well, that's good. We got that good, sorted good. out. All right. We mentioned every book except number two. <laughs> there's a lot of spiders. Yeah. There's a lot of spiders. It's, I honestly it's... like book two. I, but it's just, it's one of those ones where it's like, there are other books that are better. It's, yeah. it's the similar vein as one. Yeah, it's it is. like, you can't have three without two, mm-hmm. and you can't have two without one. Like, they're very the good, good and solid. It's like the, good foundation. Like, it's like the pilot. Like, yeah, yeah like yeah. two, I feel like there are some books that are similar to others, like... In my mind, um, obviously, like I just said, one and seven are very similar. Um, and I think that two and six are very similar because yeah, it's, bo- it's sort of just be. about the Harry Voldemort connection. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's about 
you know, him thinking like in the second Seriously. book, like, oh, oh I'm yeah. the heir of Slytherin. Maybe I don't know. Like he's like everyone thinks he's. They think he's Slytherin's heir. He can speak part of the tongue, all this stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. Gilroy Lockhart, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so not a bad one among them. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, and, and we all picked a different one, so yeah. it shows that they're all good for, for different some. reasons. Yeah, for some. Cool. On to uh, the next. Okay, so topic. Topic time. Topic time. Mm. See, we do have other jingles, you guys. It's not just my segment. <laughs> you got one. Okay, uh, so today we're actually going to talk about parcel tongue. Parcel tongue, parcel mouth, all snakes. Snake tongue. The mm. tongue of the snakes. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk all about the, this thing. The plot device of parcel tongue. Let's dig into it. Let's root around. Let's see what we can find. Mm-hmm. Wiggle Slither. in there. Slither in there. Yeah. Slither in there. <laughs> I, just, I didn't want to go right there. there and you didn't take it. <laughs> no, I didn't want to. Why I like it. <laughs> this is the time and the place. Yeah. Do we like it? Do we like parcel tongue? I like how it sounds. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. They hit it yes, spot on yes, in the yes, movies. I forget I how it read it in the book. Out. Well, like it was a just like Did they just it say it sounded like a hisses. snake? Yeah, basically. Hiss, hiss, hiss. Yeah. I'm glad they expanded on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's really cool. I, I do super enjoy it. Um. All right, so, I mean, the first... The first question that sort of pops into my head when I think of parcel tongue is um, why why only snakes? Yeah, are there other languages for other animals? Has anyone Pottermored this? I wonder. Well, Maybe we don't do any in. research yeah. here. <laughs> no what do you think you are? Is we the are. is the question is there languages for other animals or why a snake? This importance of the snake. Uh, I would say uh, kind of a little of both. Like, yeah, why I, Why aren't there? I always thought of it as a bit of a familiar thing. Like, mm. you know, cats are always a witch thing. Mm. Right. Um, Salazar Slytherin, obviously, big on the snakes. Uh, it could just be his name. I don't know. Maybe he was born into it. Bitch mm. loves his snakes. Well, he was a so, parcel, yeah. parcel tongue. Yeah, maybe parcel he's mouth. like the OG parcel mouth. But I don't know. Maybe just like snakes in general were like a familiar or, or certain snakes are more um, magical a creature than maybe like our garden variety snake and they just happen to be able to talk to some humans. I yeah. think it's all snakes. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think he can yeah. talk to all Hashtag snakes. Hashtag not all snakes. <laughs> <laughs> like because he, he talks to the boa constrictor in the zoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I really and like how that one Maybe it's talking. a smarter kind of snake though. Thanks. Semigo, whatever he says. For me, I think that the reason it's a snake, like the reason this whole plot is based around snakes and not another dangerous or poisonous or another type of quote unquote evil animal is because there's a lot of really, really important folklore out there in our world about the snakes are the ruler of the underground. It's Incan belief. It's Mayan belief. It's Hmm. Um, there is a Latin rap. stories. They get a bad <laughs> rap. There's Latin stories, folklore of the snakes being the rulers of the underworld and the snakes being the rulers of death. And huh. so that's been around for a long time. And I, I've i actually never researched this because we don't research here. <laughs> but, You're super but lazy. Obviously. Sorry, guys. Super lazy. But I, um, Sorry. I believe, like, I know that JK's pulled a lot of stuff, names and, and themes from a lot of folklore out there. But I know that the snake carries a lot of spiritual aspects in a lot of communities around the world, and specifically when it comes to death and the underworld. And so I thought um, 
that's why the snakes hold the importance. Yeah, I do think that maybe other animals can, you can, you can, I don't know. That's a hard one. Because like when like wizards talk to their cats or to owls or whatever, they just speak in English. Yeah. Yeah. And they understand. Or maybe they're all just like Like, equal amounts of crazy and they're actually going hoot hoot. (laughs) (laughs) They can all speak owlish. For, For some reason, just like Harry, this is... The one thing I don't like about parcel mouth. Hmm. When have you bilingual people looked at someone that you know speaks a different language and just not had to think about speaking in a language? You just randomly go into that language? Like, I'm not bilingual, so I don't really know how it works, but I just never like that how he didn't realize that he was speaking in another language Mm. well i mean i can sort of speak to this not personally but like my family is uh acadian french acadian so that means they're like from the east coast and they speak both french and english and they often combine them in the same sentence they (laughs) fringlish (laughs) so they will like start a sentence in english and end it in french or just replace random words with either language and they don't really seem it doesn't matter to them because they can speak both and most of the people they talk to can speak both but i get that and like some words are going to be maybe more to the point said in english or french other way around either way Mm. um but to not knowing when you switch to a different language that always bugged me right it is a bit and crazy but you can you can blame it on the voldemort piece of his soul i guess but mm. just never sat well with me well also um i really don't think the dursleys ever corrected him on things they would just be like shut up harry i think that was the first instance where he would have hissed at something. Well, I don't... You, <laughs> and they were in a, He may have encountered garden snakes or whatever and just, like, not realized it. I mean, him sort of coming of age at, like, the magical time in a wizard's life, uh, maybe <laughs> it was just more amplified at that point. But maybe. Maybe. You never know, because, yeah. I mean... He could be, I don't know, maybe they let him hang out in the backyard sometimes. Wouldn't it be funny if it was like tiny baby Harry and he had like a toy snake and he would be like speaking parcel tongue and Petunia's like, no, and took the snake away and never <laughs> yeah. let him play with anything Stamp like that, that wizard again. shit out. Yeah. He's speaking well, would, in tongues. Would she even <laughs> recognize <laughs> it? She'd just be like, this no, crazy not, kid's possessed. She wouldn't know what a parcel mouth is, but she'd just be like, he's doing something weird. Ah. Yeah. Like they always do. Be normal. Blah. Yeah. I have this great image of Petunia in my mind of when Harry's still a baby and she's actually nice to him. Mm. And it's not until like maybe magical things start showing up when he's getting his powers and stuff that she starts pushing away. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But... I kind of wonder because I mean, she must have grieved Lily. She must in her have. own way. Yeah. I have like a whole like head yeah, canon yeah. about Petunia. Like I feel like I could talk about her for a whole. Me too. Maybe whole next episode. topic. But Maybe for now, sorry for bringing it up. Its own. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same. It's I could so, go on. So so interesting. But yeah. still, like Harry growing up, parson love. I mean, uh, another thing is, uh, why is there even a word for it if it's so infrequent? Like one time in the second book, Voldemort brags like, I'm probably the only Parsonmouth to attend Hogwarts since Salazar Slytherin himself. I mean, the Gaunts were Parsonmouths, but they didn't... Probably didn't Like go, they were yeah. so separate and inbred. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was why they kept the power. Well, I'm that, not really that sure. might also be part of it. I feel like it's it's like an old world thing. So 
you know, maybe being that there, well, there were less people in the world in the past. So you would have had like some of these guys who have this like extra special ability and they're like, yo, at the pub, like, yo, I can duck snakes, what up? And And then they decide to come up with a a word for it. And then it's just something that gets passed on in like through stories and legend and shit like that. And I mean, Salazar Slytherin is one of like the most well-known wizards. That's true. At least in this canon anyways. Some sort of infamy attached to him. It would be more popularized because of that. It just always yeah. was sort of strange to me. I'm like, like nobody has it, so why is well, there yeah, even a word but, for it? Well, it's just like a weird legend, you know? Yeah, but I, I also so. think that quote, it says in Hogwarts, specifically. Yeah, yeah, it attended Hogwarts. Yeah, and I there's now that we know there's a lot more schools around the world, I wonder if there were more parcel tongues in different parts of the world. Maybe places where they uh, revered snakes yeah. in a way. Like, I know Egyptian or at least gods. The, yeah, some or Peru. Snake yeah, the more tropical ones. Yeah. Surely they're bigger and or more frequent snakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and how many snakes exist in London, England and throughout yeah. the years? And then as opposed to, you know, the Amazon. And was Parseltongue considered evil? Like it kind of yeah. comes across in, in the book down in those tropical, more tropical, more Maybe not. places. You because know? you could say fuck off to a snake that yeah. was coming to kill you or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing I was thinking of is like, can you control snakes or do you just be able, like, can you just talk to them? Because yeah, it's it just that like you can a- communicate and like bend them to I, your will. I think being like, Voldemort hey, bro, can. it'd be really cool if you could do this thing for me. And they're like, all right. Because <laughs> like, well, the t- snake that was attacking Justin Finch, Flet- Finch Fletchley, Harry was just like, stop. And the snake was like, all right, fine. But it was yeah. kind of like, why? it was why? Like, pissed and angry. It wanted to attack. It was like asking why, well, wouldn't you stop when you hear a human talking your language when you're not used to Just that? Just shocked <laughs> yeah. into like, who? Yeah. So. You're talking Maybe. to me? Maybe. Why know. does like, it look like you're egging like... me on? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I there know. is something about parcel tongue is the master of. Like, not just you speak the language, but you have... It's like house elf kind of situation. Like, when mm. if they have that capability in them, the snake will bow to its master, kind of. Well, snakes aren't like pack animals. There no, isn't not. a dominant snake. Yeah, you know, it's true. They're all solitary. I would, I would assume that it's more so. Just you can speak its language. You can tell it what you want, and then it's yeah, it deciding. removes the fear. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise, yeah. like the snake's going to be afraid of you because yeah. it doesn't understand anything that you're doing or saying. Like you can, you yeah. can train snakes without being able to speak its language, obviously, but. Um, I think just being able to be like, yo, bro, what's up? How's it hanging? I just <laughs> that snake in that duel, like having the same thoughts as, you know, in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> the whale. whale. <laughs> it just like, it just comes into existence and is like, ah, what's happening? Not again. <laughs> falling down to the yeah. ground. What's happening? What am I? Yeah, because Harry just it's basically. the ground. I wonder if he'll be friends with me. <laughs> Harry just like distracts it long enough before yeah okay uh, yeah. Snape gets rid of it and the yeah I mean I think they're I mean, they're still <laughs> they're still animals they still have animal instincts and it got poked so it got mad and then when it understood the language and was told you're not in danger then it was like all right back to regular snake business <laughs> so was it conjured like is this a new being or did he somehow teleport Ooh. a snake? Well, that's like wherever. a whole other thing. Whenever <laughs> they transform, like, this thing I don't is know, now ravens a into wart goblets or whatever, it's like, 
what the hell? Like, where's the animal go? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. What is that? Well, it's like any spell. They got is... a limit to them, right? But still, yeah. you're getting rid of something that's sentient and changing it into a, a cup. A goblet, something. What, yeah. what happened to its consciousness? In the other way, Does when, the cup have feelings? when Cedric like <laughs> transfigures the rock and it becomes a dog in the first task in the Triwizard Tournament, to it's distract. like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like dogs are pretty complex thinking wise. Maybe, it, maybe it's like wise. the photograph. I don't know. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. True, maybe okay. it's like the photograph versus the painting from our last episode yeah, where this the, is just like a reflection of a, of a real, a real animal. animal it's magic. He conjures a it's golden magic. retriever, not a scary But wasn't dog? that like one of the, the laws or something? Yeah. It's like you can't create life. You can't create life. No, you can so. just move energy. So it's mm. like, where does that come from? But I, I guess like, magic? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I like Craig's the reflection as opposed to the actual being. That's that'd be, cool. That'd be interesting. That'd make me feel a lot, lot better about transfiguration yeah. in general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but And you can always transfigure something back. Yeah, so well, they change it Moody into a cup. turned Draco into a ferret. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he stopped being Draco. He was just, you know, stuck the amazing for a little bit. bouncing ferret. Yeah. <laughs> but where does that consciousness go? That's what. Oh, he's still question. in there. Not, the not for that. For when it's turned into like a goblet or something. Yeah, but and the soul. That's one. that's a whole other. But isn't it just a glamour? Okay, no Twilight. No, that's yeah, not, not a. Is that not, not Twilight? Twilight. No. It's Twilight took it. Oh, okay. And did something with it, but that's not what. That what's, means what's it from? A glamour is like a kind of spell that like changes appearance, or yeah, like but what's a, it's it from? a it's an I know illusion. It from something. It's from like everything. Yeah. Like yeah. it's from just, just like, like the root fantasy. Of the word. It's from the magical world. It's from fantasy. It really does exist out there. <laughs> um, so snakes. That so snakes. <laughs> back back um, to the topic at hand. At hand, they don't have hands. <sighs> they don't. They got just they got jaws they can unlock. I was watching this um show. I forget completely what kind of show it was, but it was a show and they were talking about the uncanny movement of snakes and they were trying to like recreate it and like find out why it freaks people out because snakes is a very common fear, Mm -hmm. a common fear of snakes. And um, I feel like that is just so deeply ingrained in the human psyche that like snakes, spooky, how they move though. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe that's just like part of why... Rowling chose a snake for to be like mm. associated with dark magic because she also says that snakes are generally associated with the worst forms of dark magic. Yeah. Well, because so, they're so a, unnatural in a way, because we're so way. used to seeing things move with legs. Yeah. But you go beyond that, and too many legs is just as unnatural as no legs, like a Spiders. spider or a millipede or something. Yeah, I, it's really like. <laughs> Snakes represent our fear yeah. of limblessness. Yeah. <laughs> the can... millipede is now the dark, the the dark mark. Like, yeah. 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 honestly, I'd be gross. so much more grossed out yeah. if yeah. it was like a millipede. <laughs> Fuck those guys. I wonder if she went through any like other iterations where it was something different. Maybe than snakes. Yeah, I guess the second book is just like <laughs> the many limbed versus the no limbed. Yeah. yeah, and that is what a better title would be. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Harry Potter and the many-limbed versus the no-limbed. The, the many or no-limbs. <laughs> I don't know if she would have gotten a third book. <laughs> I, I won't be her editor. <laughs> She's better off without me. Yeah, I don't know. And like maybe that just all contributes to the bad reputation that Slytherin has. Because mm-hmm. people are actually afraid of snakes. 
I suppose people are like kind of scared of lions, but it's like, when does that come up? But snakes are pretty much on every continent, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe in uh, what's the African school? Wagadu. Um, maybe lions are the Slytherin house of Wagadu. Uh, if they have, I don't know. Other I feel houses. like they they have like snakes that you should legit yeah. be afraid yeah. of, though. or like yeah. very yeah. small things you can't see in one bite. Poison or hippos. Hippos kill more people than yeah, lions they do. do. They do. Mm-hmm. And sharks. <laughs> They're jerks hippos oh, are i jerks. thought you said sharks i did i said they kill more people than sharks oh i thought you said they're jerks oh <laughs> well they they're yeah. kind of jerks i saw a and little video are. of them eating watermelon today though it was really satisfying mm. yeah. you cool. just drop the whole watermelon in their mouth and they just eat it all it's all like right. hungry hungry hippos with juice nice. <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh something to check out there folks yep. yeah it's on the internet you could find, find it, it on the internet. <laughs> like, as, the, as if Worst that's directions easy. ever. <laughs> um, again, back to parcel mouth. <laughs> again, back to parcel mouth. If you found out that you, if you were a parcel tongue, a parcel mouth, would you tell people? Would you be excited or would you be scared that you were associated with dark arts? Hell yeah, I'd tell people. Yeah, magical world doesn't it's exist. Like yeah. Somehow I'm magical now. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's say you're in the magical yeah. world okay. and you're a parcel mouth. You're just a Hufflepuff walking through Hogwarts. <laughs> I, I think I'd like, I'd, I'd get a talk show or something and just like <laughs> have snakes on and be like, tell me, <laughs> tell me about your thoughts. <laughs> tell me about your, how do you feel being a snake? Yeah. <laughs> you coming up to your shedding season? How you doing? Yeah. Tell me, what's it like to be you? <laughs> I'd do it the other how way. How do you stay warm? I, yeah. I'd do you just get TMJ? A- translator for an oprah-esque snake so people come to the show to get the snake's uh, advice oh. so, the snake. so the snake's talking and i'm translating snopra <laughs> oh man that'd be great um i don't know what i do because honestly like my interactions with snakes have been extremely limited like I've basically just seen them in zoos. Mm-hmm. Really? I've seen like all my dead experiences ones. are actually the exact same. I've had on three separate occasions a garter snake roll across my foot Ugh. in the backyard when I've been barefoot, and it's really disgusting. Mm. I like I. It was like exhilarating though, because you're just kind of like, oh my god, a snake! But they're like super gentle, and they yeah, no, they're, they're, they're the kind of looking, and they're yeah. small, but yeah, it's creepy. I mean, my dog once killed a garter snake, and I was like, oh, I saw a dead one. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, yeah. I really haven't, I, I don't know. So it'd be like a, the most useless superpower for me. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like, great. <laughs> like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> Leave all the snakes alone. <laughs> Sexy up. slither of a lady's <laughs> snake. It's my very white, very white impression. <laughs> Spot on. Sexy. You should change the name of this podcast to Katie's Spot On Impressions. Yes. Yeah, it has a ring to it. (laughs) I could make you a jingle. All right. Laters. What else you got on that there list? That's about it, really. Um, I have something about, like, I have anime guy, question mark. Like, would, if a normal person was an animagus who could turn into a snake, could they then talk to a parcel mouth while they're at animagus? I think so. Wait, um, when you're in your animagus form, can you not still talk? No. I don't think you can. No, No. Um, Sirius doesn't. Sirius growls, yeah. yeah. Barks, wags his tail. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It was like, that would be neat to be able to like have like a super secret pet. But that's also your friend. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, what's the point of transforming? Other than just 
to know if I like you better work. as a snake. <laughs> well, no, not it. Sort of the idea is more like you are already an animagus who turns into a snake, and then you meet a parcel mouth as an animagus, and you're like, oh, sweet, I can talk to you. But like, yeah. I don't know, Change the parcel back mouth. To a human. Yeah, would the parcel also mouth just, just like no. Well, I don't think so. I don't think it would know. know. Well, like that it would it's be like, hey, the snake is thinking not- a lot more, or talking a lot more complexly than uh, the regular snakes. Or, it knows what an iPod is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wizard. <laughs> it, it, if you are a different language than the other person you're talking to, you could transform into a snake and then speak parcel tongue. Also, it's like kind of weird. Like, do all snakes speak the same lang- language? Huh. Hashtag not all snakes. Hashtag not all snakes. But I think that they Maybe might. Maybe yeah. just different dialects. Yes, I say. <laughs> different emphasis. <laughs> that was really Fuck good. <laughs> that was really good. I like that one. That was good. I'm on your side for that one. Yay. All right. Well, I'm done talking. <laughs> I mean, not really. But does anyone else have anything else to? Uh, I think we should just no, I'm, I'm em- good. Em- I'm yeah. going out. Edit on that. I know. All right. It is time for the Quizzler. Quizzles. And uh, since we've decided. Uh, <laughs> Last episode that the quiz master can get points. Uh, uh, this one might be a little more difficult for you. Oh, gonna get well, stumped. We'll see. I, I didn't go super super hard. Okay. <laughs> That's what somebody said. <laughs> That's what you said just now. <laughs> <That's what> you... <laughs> Literally, we have it on record. Yeah. All right. Here is the question. I pose to the wonderful podcasters around me. Aww. He gasped. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Call the creepy. That's it. Woo, yeah. He gasped. Despite his haste, his panic, his fear of what awaited him back in the bathroom, he could not help but be overawed by what he was looking at. I know. So we're answering who they're talking about. Who is the person having this thought? Well, uh, I guess that'd be the narrator. Who is overawed? Yeah. And what book? Can you read it one more time? He gasped. I guess I should have left out he. Despite his haste. Oh, and that. (laughs) Despite his haste, his panic, his fear of what awaited him back in the bathroom, he could not help but be overawed by what he was looking at. I guess there's a lot of pronouns in that. There's a lot of guys in the books. I got it, so I'll go last. Got it. Gonna guess away. You go Harry first. book four. Okay. Yeah, Harry book four. And Katie. It is, in fact, Harry book six. Oh, full points for Whoa. Katie. Damn, nice. Damn, 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 damn. He just cursed Malfoy and was damn, looking Sarah. in oh. the room of requirements I was to thinking hide the uh, sexy Myrtle times in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the egg. Oh, I see. Yeah, that uh, egg, yeah. Nope, he was hiding the Half-Blood Prince's uh, potions book in the room of requirements. Mm. And, and so what's whole- that last line where he's like, he was in awe? Yeah, there was like a, a whole bunch. There was seen, like towers yeah. of stuff. He's seeing like the full in the... hidden room oh, for room the first time. Gotcha. Yeah, like, gotcha. Like, Anyways, like, half point streak. And then he uh, puts a troll's bust with a wig and a tarnished tiara <gasps> on its head on the 
place where he hid the book to make it seem more um distinguishable yes but that's that's the magical tiara we find in the seventh book mm. spoilers spoilers yep. <laughs> well well good job katie yay half you guys point you team. guys get half point. half point team and I get none. <laughs> that was a little Craig bit like it would. Mine. It was harder than I think most of them. Okay, good. It was pretty, because it could have been like a lot of different bathrooms. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Good job. Woo! Cool. All right, so now it is time for characters from other shows that are Slytherins. All about snakes. <laughs> All about those snakes. Singing in parcel tongue. Spot on, Katie. Spot on. Thanks. Um, so anyway, uh, I have a Slytherin today. Uh, this is a segment where I find a TV show character or a movie character, book character, who I think would be in Slytherin. And I find some clips that prove my points, and then I show them to my friends here. Because, um, yeah, I want a more inclusive and uh, diverse representation of the Slytherin house. Now, this one's going to be probably, like, no surprises, because we've talked about it before. But um, my Slytherin today is Cersei Lannister. <laughs> now, I know some people have probably not seen or read Game of Thrones, so I tried to really, like, not have many spoilers. So Wait, so these rock people are listening to our podcast but yeah, haven't seen yeah. Game of Thrones? Yeah, they're living rock on people? Mars, but they're, they're, they're honestly listening to our podcast. <laughs> That's all. So some anyway, people don't like it. Yeah. They know call it those is, idiots. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I will play you some clips now to show why I think Ms. Cersei is a full-on Slytherin. A saucy Slytherin. Saucy mm. Slytherin. Oh, I feel like we should have wine for this. A I know, lot. right? <laughs> okay, the clips are kind of long, but um, worth it, so whatever. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. It's classic. You gotta put it down there. Of course, ambitious climbers don't want to stop on the second highest rung. If only you could take that final step, you'd see further than all the rest. You'd be alone with nothing but blue sky above you. So Lord Rain built a castle as grand as Casterly Rock. He gave his wife diamonds larger than any my mother ever wore. And finally, one day, he rebelled against my father. You know where House Rain is now? Gone. Gone. A gentle word. Why not say slaughtered? Every man, woman, and child put to the sword. I remember seeing their bodies hanging high above the gates of Casterly Rock. My father let them rot up there all summer. It was a long summer. And now the rains weep over their halls. And not a soul to hear. If you ever call me sister again, I'll have you strangled in your sleep. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> twist. <laughs> Knowledge is power. Seize him. 
cut his throat. Stop. Wait. I've changed my mind. Let him go. Step back three paces. Turn around. Close your eyes. Power is power. Pudding. That's such a good yeah. line. <laughs> Slam dunk Slytherin again, yeah. I think. Like, we talked about her being similar to Narcissa Malfoy. Mm. And uh, I, I had so many quotes to choose from. Like, it was so hard to just narrow it down. <laughs> I didn't narrow it down that much, obviously. Mm. But mm-hmm. um, she has so many quotes about, like, only loving her children. And love makes you weak. So, like, try to love as little <laughs> as possible. Like, it's kind of like... She's a twisted Slytherin in my mind. Like, yeah. she is not what I would call a good Slytherin, but I feel like she's also been dealt a super shit hand. Yeah. In a lot of ways, like, she sees herself as being, like, she's got a, a twin brother, and she sees herself as being just as competent, but she's constantly, um, like, shunted to the side. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't have that ability to rise up like, um, like her brother and uh, she always feels like overshadowed and um, just not given what she thinks is is due to her. Because she's a woman. Because she's a woman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she's a woman in this uh, medieval fantasy world. And um, <laughs> Game of Thrones has a lot of misogyny in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Um, yeah, I just love, I love that last quote about when she says power is power. Like, it's just so Slytherin to me to be like, mm-hmm. you know, it's Ravenclaw talking to a Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but... Knowledge is power. Power is power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's got a very interesting journey what, that we see through. What would the other two be? Friends are power for Gryffindor, maybe? Bravery is but Oh, yeah, friends are power. And then yeah. Hufflepuff. What's power? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's powerful. <laughs> what, is, yeah. what is power? You're all special. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. Food is power. Yeah. Food is literally. power. Literally. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> That's Andy Dwyer. Um, Nicely done, Katie. Gotta love that Cersei. I, I mean, she is very, very interesting. And I think that if things were different for her, she would have turned out better. But I feel like it just got just got real twisted. Like she... Yeah. Well, she's super cunning, so I totally get it. She's very... Yeah, she's very smart. Um... And uh, she sort of grew up with that. It's like she was like an old, like old pure blood family Slytherin. Like she grew up with that mentality that, like the Slytherin values are the best values to have, like power, ambition, like mm-hmm. um, wealth, <laughs> wealth, yeah. crushing your enemies. You know, like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So, Slytherin Cersei. Mm-hmm. Yep, and mm-hmm. hey, uh, rock people go watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Great! And it's back, so mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Cersei. You need to challenge us on the I mean, next one. Yeah, like... You need ha- to convince us. Yeah. That one was obviously Slytherin. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Now it's time for another underappreciated, underrated character of Yay. the episode. Um, This time around, might walk the line of like, but why? Why is she underappreciated? But I still stand by it. Oh. And it's Augusta Longbottom. Mm. And even though Ooh. 
We don't get a lot of her. Mm. That is a yeah. factor of underappreciated. We don't get a lot of her. Yeah. Um, but we got, get a lot of backstory and we get a lot of this strong uh, matriarch of her family and, and also crazy clothing. And <laughs> yeah. The vulture stuffed hat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Who the hell would wear that? <laughs> and without her, we wouldn't have had Snape wearing that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Where is it? it? Uh, such joy. <laughs> such joy. But the big, the biggest one for me was when Neville <clears throat> was embarrassed of the knowledge of where his parents were and what had happened to his parents. She stepped up and was like, nothing to be embarrassed about. No. Your parents are incredible oars and they fought for the better good. You tell everyone where they are and why they're there. Yeah. And that to me was like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know, and you should and, be proud, Neville. Yeah. yeah. He and wasn't a strong character yet, though. No, mm-hmm. no, not at all. But, um, and maybe of course, that was his turning point. Could have been. Thanks, yeah. Augusta. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, I think maybe. she, even though he was weird and she thought he was a squib for a long time and he was shy and awkward and bumbly, like, raising Neville Bottom to the... Raising Neville Longbottom to the man that he is today is, like, she had a good hand in that. Yeah, and, like, you know, let's not forget she had a, a huge tragedy to overcome, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. her, I guess, only son and... Yes. Seems yeah. like... Oh, well, wait, no, no he's it got, was his uncle that pushed him off the It's his great house. uncle. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she had that. She's sort of just, yeah, she's always sort of on the periphery. We yeah. see her, but we don't get we don't get a really close look. My favorite Augusta moment is when she comes through the portrait hole, <laughs> and yeah. she's like, where's my grandson? And Harry's like, oh, he's fighting. And she's like, naturally. And then she just goes off <laughs> and joins <laughs> <it>. him. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's right. Like Sassy grandma. And then she, she, yeah, the Death Eaters came to, like, capture her or something. And she's like, peace out, bitches. And then she fucked off. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite line is, this is Neville Longbottom <laughs> talking. Um, and it's, thing was, they bit off a bit more than they can chew with Gran. Little old witch living alone. They probably thought they didn't need to send anyone particularly powerful. Anyway, Dolish is still in St. Mungo's and Gran's on the run. Yeah. <laughs> she's a feisty grandma. Yeah. Yeah, she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's like a, she's a pure blood witch as well. And, uh, but she's a, she's a dope one. She failed her like a, uh, charms owl. Yeah. And she her did. And McGonagall have a little like, well, <laughs> if it's important or not. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she is very severe at times, but I think that Neville shows a lot of the strength. Like she raised, like she was, she raised a really strong guy, mm-hmm. strong guy Neville, but strong guy Neville. Um, but he <laughs> he was a soft boy. <laughs> he was a soft boy, strong guy. Yeah. It was yeah, you're right. Like the him being proud of his parents and stuff, and being more open about like what happened to them. I think that is a big deal because like it's again sort of like the ariana dumbledore thing of being like Mm -hmm. you know hush hush about mental illness and Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing and then she's just like fuck it why like they were they were like heroes and they Mm -hmm. were they were Mm -hmm. their sanity bitch like you should not have given neville his dad's wand what were you (laughs) thinking yeah no wonder the guy was bad at Freaking spells. I feel Jeez. like they're not probably as well off, similar to the Weasleys. Mm. Yeah. Maybe surely uh, St. Mungo's cost money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, surely. Long-term care. 
Yeah. I also wanted more of her just to hear, like, anyone who wears that type of outfit has got some quirks. Like, yeah. I'd love to see the long bottom home and, like, her daily, like, what she, like, curmudgeons about or what she's just, you know, just little things. And, mm-hmm. and she's al- quite, like, yeah, also, home life would be cool. Also, yeah. on that point, uh, she may have thought it was, could have been a source of pride to use his father's wand. That's true. Mm, I mean, she had good intentions, but like practically, come on, he's not, he's not, you know, ace in any exams. And when he has his own wand, like after, like in the sixth book, I mean, that's sort of like it started in the fifth book, his like becoming good guy. (laughs) Well, not good guy, but becoming strong, strong guy, strong guy. Fuck. So inarticulate. Strong man, Neville Longbottom. Strong man, Neville Neville Longbottom. Neville Neville Bottom. Bottom. And she Mm. gave him a toad. Yeah. That's like the worst pet that you could bring. Yeah. Trevor. Cute name. It's a cute name for a toad. Well then. And now for another segment of Mary Fuck Kill. Yay. Yay. I am a I'm a fan of fuck, not boff. So Mary boff, boff kill. Boff, boff, boff. And this time around, we're going to um, do three professors. So we've got Trelawney, Snape, and Lockhart. A little yeah. bit of a tough one. Yeah, they're all unpleasant. Yes. <laughs> this is uh, going to be a, an unpleasant one. I'll go. Laura's going. To- off the top. Okay. So I would boff Trelawney. Um, because during our pillow talk, she could tell me about my future <laughs> with wrong, Professor though? Lockhart because I will marry him. Oh, so I'll wow. know what to expect. Wow. He's so dumb. There's a lot to put up with there, though. And I mean, years. like, if we ever got in like really big fights, he could just obliviate it, and I just found like the best. Get life. It. You're stealing my answers. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Yeah. <laughs> And like, uh, he's on the same page as somebody? I know, weird, right? Wow. Um, yeah, and he, you know, he's nice to look at, I guess. And, you know, there's all that book money. All that all that book money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I killed Snape. I don't want to touch him. <laughs> touch him. I would... I would boff Lockhart. Because I think Kenneth yeah, Brenna is pretty. <laughs> and also, he'd forget, because I'm boffing the mentally damaged one. <laughs> <laughs> do that i'm gonna kill trelawney because fuck trelawney i did yeah i don't know i mean she's always just annoying i feel like her fake mysticism would really piss me off and also like you know she's she's got a huge huge ego on her well they all do but whatever um and i guess i'd marry snape when caveat i'm going to say is maybe not Professor Snape, but like earlier Snape. Can I do that? No. No. Fuck, why not? Because <laughs> this is the professor theme. But I'm boffing Lockhart after he lost his memory. Yeah, but that's after. <laughs> Later, though, that's okay. okay. Fine. You All made right. your choice. I'll, I'll marry Snape. Because, I don't know. I feel like there is like good in there deep down. And I feel like if someone was sort of the, the filch ish sort of thing, like if you know if they be nice to us we be nice to them exactly <laughs> he's like he's my i'm taming smeagol over here <laughs> and that's that's that 
You did Dana. it. You did the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to marry Trelawney. Oh. Yeah, because I feel like she would make really good tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'd have really good tea and all the time. And I also feel... And something to talk about. Something to talk about. Tea. And I also feel like... um. She's she's really kooky, but I love the tower. I love the look of the tower and the, and the description of her room with like the pillows and the fabrics from around the world and like crazy so I decorations. Like perfumed though. Yeah, that's true. Give you a headache. I just had a weird thought. Are all of the professors single? Because they live there, obviously. Yeah, like they're, they're together. Weird. Uh, Maybe. Oh, it's just Bones, a you know. fuck balance. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They would be boffing then. Yeah. McGonagall and Dumbledore. No, he's gay. Oh, yeah, I know. Doesn't I mean just... he can't get married. It means that he's not boffing <laughs> yeah. McGonagall. Or at least he's not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> McGonagall's his beard. No. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, I would marry Trelawney because I feel like we'd always have good tea and lovely decorations and really great plants in the house <laughs> that she would just stay inside and keep watering. Okay. Um, um, I would... Trelawney is kind of funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is. She's all hopped up on our cooking sherry. She is. And if we're going, if you got to go with who they casted as Lockhart, I'm going to go with who they casted as Trelawney. So. Fair enough. Um, I, and now I'm kind of stuck on this one because Lockhart annoys me. You know what? No, I'm going to sleep with Lockhart. Absolutely. One yeah, night yeah, yeah. and one night only. And he's going to rave, I'm the best you'll ever have. And <laughs> then I can like be like, nope, you weren't at all. <laughs> obliviate myself and then, and then he obliviates himself so he doesn't have to remember <laughs> we sleep together again obliviate obliviate sleep together again <laughs> oh god yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting and at least, yeah and, and at least his, he's clean he's got clean hair but he takes care of himself takes care of himself <laughs> and uh, so that leaves me with killing Snape I'm sorry Snape but you're gone Grateful? Okay. You're last again. Yep, yep. I don't know how that happened. Played my cards right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with uh, killing Lockhart. Mm. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Marrying Trelawney Aye. as well, but for a completely separate reason. Uh, while she's at school, she's living there. Oh, Okay. I'm wherever so the hell our, our summer, our real home is. So right. she'd only be there in the summer and I can deal with her for, I don't know, how long their three, year is. Three, three, good, good point. Two months or something. Maybe she comes home for Christmas or something. But yeah, And maybe mm-hmm. she's completely different when she's away from being a teacher. Mm-hmm. So no, I feel like she's actually agoraphobic. So that's why she doesn't leave her tower. Yeah. Okay, she could stay in her tower all year, it whatever. <laughs> in her eye. And uh, I'm guess I guess I'm boffing Snape. Uh, he's got to lose that virginity sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's taking Snape week card. <laughs> Episode seven, yeah. Yeah, no, that's my choice. That's great. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's it, it for today. That's it for our tenth episode, you guys. Woo-hoo! Thanks for hanging in there for ten. Yeah. We did this ten times. Yeah, we've done this ten times. Yeah. Or, or from last episode, if you're one of those weird people going down from nine. Well, I guess this still be the 10th episode. It you, is. You yes. listen to the first one and then. Unless you're going down from 10 and then it's your first episode <laughs> yeah. you're listening to. Congratulations. Welcome. Start, with, to go. Welcome. Start with one. <laughs> Talking about rock people. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so thanks for listening for 10 episodes. And we're, Ooh. I think we're maybe a little, I'm a little bit surprised that we got this far, to be honest. Yep. It's great. A little. I'm like, I'm happy it's about fun. it. It's super fun. I'm very much enjoying it. So thanks. Here's yeah. to 10 more. Woo, here's yeah. to 10 more. And then we quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited about the number of viewers that are starting to really come alive and viewers, listeners, to and tweet and comment and yeah, and do all more that of that. Stuff. That's fun. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you strokes our ego. Yeah, yeah, really, we really like it. When if you there's anything us. you want us to talk about, feel free to yeah. tweet us or topic Facebook ideas. us or whatever. Yeah, we should do that. We should have like um, fan suggested topics sometime. Yeah. Like every other one, yeah. have like a fan suggested topic or meet your podcaster. Yeah, question we're in this together, guys. Like that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be. Good one, meet yeah. your podcaster. Okay, what do so you guys want to know about us. Yeah. Let's anything. do that next next episode. Um, well, we'll we just we'll pool them. We'll like we'll get it we'll eventually. Just suggest it anytime you want. If yeah. you have an idea, yeah. feel free to get in touch with us on any of our social media channels or even like our SoundCloud account. You can leave a comment there. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything. Any ideas? We'll talk about it. We we want to hear. We'll consider talking about it. Yeah, I mean. I don't know your life. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to suggest. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we'd love to hear your ideas because obviously we're running out of our own. <laughs> <laughs> There's endless kidding, kidding. ideas. We can talk, talk about this forever. Yeah, I got lots more. Katie's got binders full of Harry Potter ideas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. And we've got a lot more friends who want to come on and talk. So stay tuned for more special guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Episode 10. Well done. Yay, us. <laughs> Such a <laughs> no shitty way to say it. I don't know. <laughs> no one else. I mean, if no one else is saying it, we might as well just say it. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, thanks for listening. Yay. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. All right. Thanks for listening to another Mischief Manage. You've made it to the end. This is it. This is the end. <laughs> this episode. Um, if you want to find us on Instagram, we are at Mischief Managed Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Mischief Podcast. And we are also on Facebook and Tumblr. So check us out. And if we fudged up in this episode, hashtag we fudged up. And we will get to it eventually. <laughs> Mischief Managed was co-created by the savory Aaron Reinald. And original music by the sweet Devin Highland. And as always, Mischief Managed. Kate, that was rude.